Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Welcome to the Bullet Grill House High School Sports pregame show. I'm Craig Irwin. Alongside me, Brian Besh. Chris Moran on the far end over there in such a packed house here at Bullet Grill. They pushed us outside, Chris. We did. We got a couple of big parties coming in for bingo tonight, so we had to make some room for them. So we, uh, But the weather's not too bad. No, it's, it's, cool off, it's so. finally cooled off enough to yeah. where Diva Ken could come outside <laughs> and set everything up. Because, you know, when we started, what, four weeks ago, five weeks ago, it was too hot outside. Yeah. Of course, it was like 112. So, and Ken cannot sweat. So, he's in radio for a reason. So, we had to go inside. And uh, so, now, first show outside this year, 2023. So, I uh, always enjoy sitting out here, especially – when we get into October, October baseball, the playoffs, uh, makes it a lot of fun sitting here at Bullet Grill House. If you're not here, you're missing out. 401 Highway 156 in Point Blank, Texas. and uh, it, It's been really nice. We've had a couple Astro games to watch during during the recording, but tonight we had an afternoon game, so yeah. you had to be here for afternoon bingo and, and catch the afternoon game. So I this week I've been down at George R. Brown all week long uh, working, which is like, two blocks away from Minute Maid Park, right? So uh, it was very hard. We were working on some escalators today, and it was really hard seeing all these people riding down the escalators and heading out with their Astros gear on. I'm like, God dang. You know, 1 o'clock game, <laughs> we, could, we could pull it off, right? Leave our work phones or maybe one person bring their phone. We could go watch the game. There's a reason you have a lunch hour. Yeah, but it's almost not even worth that hour and then have to go back. So it's just better that we just shoot on over there and stay there for the entirety of the game, right? So uh, talking about entirety of the games, we had some uh, pretty good games this last week. And, uh, your Livingston Lions suffered a loss, 42-28 over Houston Legacy. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about the Cold Spring Trojans uh, traveled up to Corgan and face the Bulldogs, 50-27 was the final over there. Tarkington suffered their first loss of the season. Splendora gets shut out by Hampshire Finette. Lufkin gets shut out by Longview. And New Caney and the Woodlands battled it out. I think it was 46-42 was the final in that game, Thursday night. So uh, we talked in the podcast this last this past week, uh, a little bit about that district. Uh, I believe it's District 13 6A. Mm-hmm. That New Caney, Woodlands, College Park, uh, Oak Ridge, Conroe, Caney Creek, Cleveland, and then up to Willis. And Willis is in the driver's seat. Willis, Willis and the Woodlands are in that driver's seat. Yeah. October 20th, those two teams will face, face off head-to-head and kind of give you a decision and, and that was one of the things we talked about is October 20th is a big week in high school football because there's district 10 4A division 2 okay. big head to head matchup right for what could be the district championship district 9 3A 
big matchup there, what could be a district championship game. District 10 3A is the same way. So very interesting to, uh, as you circle around, you look at that date and the importance of that date of October 20th, 2023. So a lot of, a lot of big high school football games going on that week. Uh, Jasper falls to Franklin this last week. 29-14 was the final over there, a game that uh, I was keeping an eye on. Uh, Newton defeated West Orange Stark 58-54 last week. Uh, a game that I, another game that I really, really kept a close eye on, and it made a difference in my district picks over there on our podcast, was the Woodville-Orangefield game. Yeah. Uh, a 19-7 game, Woodville wins, and – very, very shocking. You know, I, I I thought with the way Woodville played Orangefield, or not Orangefield, with the way they played Franklin, had the lead the majority of the game. Anyway, I, I really thought that Woodville, that was a game that Woodville was going to kind of blow away. And we were going to be like, okay, the hard pick is going to be the four seed out of for District 10, right? Uh, Shepard took Hempstead into overtime. 34-28 was the final there in Hempstead. So, uh, big win for the Shepard Pirates as they move into district play. Yeah, and it's a it's a couple of teams that you just mentioned, those last few ones, that haven't played exceptionally well and, and probably are rounding into form as we get close to district. Uh, Orangefield has had a, a rough go over the first couple of games and, like you say, keeping them within a couple of touchdowns with Woodville who took on a couple of states best and nearly won both of them. Um, that's, it's, uh, you, you like to see that if you're a, an Orangefield fan because there's, there's such tradition down there. And uh, I, I know that they're always competing for playoffs. And there's, it seems like every fifth or sixth year down there, there's, there's some kind of fall off, but usually uh, a very proud program over there. And then, um, of course, the, the other one, Shepard, I, I jumped on their bandwagon a little bit earlier this year and tried to tried to pick them for a couple of games. But um, you got to figure, at least for that cold spring game, they're going to get up anyway. Well, and they, they're going to wake up for that game. It's just there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They do every year, right? That game's in cold spring this year. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one, uh, to say the least. Uh as we progress on, one of the teams that uh, I've been really high on for the last couple of years, Palestine Westwood, gets a big win over New Waverly, 36-7 to was the final there. Palestine Westwood going to move into district play uh, in the one seed. Yeah. Or undefeated, right? Yeah. Um, and, of course, another very good district and should be really competitive. And they'll have some of their tougher games, I'm sure, toward the end of the season. But, uh, yeah, Palestine Westwood – I, I kept kind of waiting around because Palestine's had such a good program forever, and, and you figure some of that's got to spill over into the high school next door. Right. But um, And it has. In the last couple of years, it's really really kind of come over. And, yeah, and, and it's taken it a minute, it seems like. It I has. Was, I was really surprised at that. And, but. and what's cool about it for me in, in my mindset, right, and with the way I look at it is – I've looked at, I've watched Palestine for the last four years, yeah. six years, right? Go from a, a a subpar team to a mediocre team to a really good football team, mm-hmm. in their progression. 
and it's been fun to watch. And it's one of those teams, I got a buddy of mine that was like, when did Palestine Westwood get so good, right? <laughs> and I'm like, it's been a process. They've been building, and, and here they are. And if it wasn't for him listening to our shows, the podcasts, and everything else, he would have never known. He lives up in Winsboro, right? Winsboro is one of them top ten teams. Well, I feel like you need to listen to our podcast to get all the vital information. So if you're not doing it, then, you know, at least if you've got a friend that's not, I mean, please tell them. Because yeah, they need to come on board. Yeah. They have to. What, what's our slogan? Even well, if they I mean, don't like us, like us? Yeah. I mean, if, even if you don't like us, you know, just, just like us. Yeah. And Westwood's on a bye week this week. They have die ball the following week uh, to open up their district play. So, so uh, not starting out slowly. It's uh, No, they're starting off with a bang because they got die ball, then they'll take a break with Shepard uh, at home, and then they come to Colesburg. Probably not the worst way if, if you look at it that way. You know, you've got the, the bye week and you've got two weeks to prepare for one of your uh, top competitors and somebody that's probably expected uh, to finish first or second in the district. No, most definitely. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. And we'll, as we get later on in the show, I'll give you my top fours out of District 9-3A, how I see it's going to shake out. And then next week we'll talk about uh, District 9-4A, Division One, or y'all District 10. District 10, 4A, Division One. We'll talk about those and not those and pick out in that, in that as well. And over there at the other podcast, we'll, we'll throw it out as well, so and I can tell you ahead of time if you think you know what's going on in District Ten Four A, dude, you don't. No, you're correct. You're a hundred percent correct. Even this late into the season, I mean, yeah. it's it's nuts. It, it really is. I, I was telling uh, Trent and Toby the other day. I said that's the worst district to follow. Yeah, I mean, well, especially through pre district. I mean, honestly, you you don't know what's going to happen. So it's it's a it's a fun district to follow. I would say, but is if you're trying to make predictions and sound smart, then you're not gonna. No, I mean, you know, no. it's it's one of those where you know you've got the person that knows nothing about the sport, and then they're gonna pick the NCAA brackets whenever March Madness comes out, and they do better than you. It's one of those types of deals, right? No, you're 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 correct, and you know, you go back and you look at a, a Splendor football team that I watched last week or a couple weeks ago that was very competitive with uh, Cold Spring, mm-hmm. especially in the second half. That wasn't that hasn't even been a contestant in their last two games. Yeah. And uh, Hampshire Finette shut them out last week, and then the week before that, Galena Park Hornets uh, beat them thirty six twelve. I think was the final in that game. So yeah, uh, it's quite questionable on uh, on what how that district shapes out. But then you're looking at a at a uh, Livingston football team that's winless. Yeah. And from week to week, you don't know what they're going to do because uh, we were sitting here a week and a half ago and we're at the game and they turn in the worst half that they've turned in in probably five years. Uh, Last Friday, they turned in their best performance of the year, had a chance to win the football game. So it's... and you, look, you never know. And, and it was against a much better football team. I mean, Legacy, Spring Legacy is an is a incredibly, incredibly talented team. And I think Coach told me that they have 10 kids on the team right now. Now, they haven't signed anything, but right now there's 10 committed. kids on, on the team that are committed to play college ball. So you go back and you look at that District 10 4A Division One. You look at their overall standings right now. There's one, two football teams playing 500 football. Yeah. 
Vider and Little Cypress Mauriceville. Mm-hmm. Lumberton, who had the run that they had last year, they're one and three. Splendor's one and three. Huffman's zero oh and four, and the Livingston Lions are zero oh and four. Yeah, and Huffman, it's Huffman's the one that really hasn't been competitive in in any of their football games, really. Um, and it's it's odd because the talents there. Uh, coach left a couple of years ago, and it's it's kind of fallen off a cliff. Now they do play a, a pretty tough non district schedule, like this past week they had Navasota. But the game but, wasn't competitive. And, no, it wasn't. And Navasota's not what they have been. I, that's what I was going to say. That they're not quite the, the power that they've been. But you, you never know if, if they've gotten better since week one. I would imagine that they have because they don't really accept mediocrity around there. Um, but, but just to, to be in a 35-7 to game, I don't know that you can tell me that the talent is four touchdowns better than what Huffman has. And, and this week's not going to get any better for Huffman as they have Columbus. Yeah. Columbus in the top ten. Uh, it's going to be interesting, right? The uh, Lumberton deal is is probably a little bit different. Uh, they've had some kids that have moved out. They've uh, quarterback and running back, I believe, haven't played. Uh, and they may have played this past week, but those first three games, I know that uh, they they did not play. So, so that was part of the reason behind it. Lumberton got their first win this week over over Bridge City. 63-28 was the final, but they lose to Nacogdoches, they lose to St. Thomas, and they lose to Hampshire Finette. And none of those are embarrassing. Uh, no, they were Hampshire Finette was a 35-20 game. Yeah. St. Thomas was a 35-20 game. Nacogdoches was a 34-20 game. It's like 20 was their magic number. And then they put 63 up against Bridge City. And Nacogdoches, they should beat. I, I don't know who was available for that game. But the other two are probably either state-ranked or on the fringe of. So yeah. I, I don't think either of those are embarrassing. St. Thomas is, um, you know, they're always a power in private school area. And then, of course, um, Hampshire Finette being where they're at. They're sitting great. in the top ten yeah. over there they're, on they're in the state rankings, but something else that's in the top ten, number one in our books, is Bullet Grill House right here at 401 Highway 156, Point Blank, Texas. Chris, let's talk about it. You know, we got a, a great weekend coming up. If you're not going to the, the game tonight, if you're not at the game, you're listening pregame, you want something to do, but you're not going to go to the game, we got Jeff Canada playing tonight at 7 o'clock on the patio. should be a beautiful night. Tomorrow, if you're looking for something to do, I don't know if people know, Madisonville Street Fest is tomorrow. So, uh, actually, in Bullet Grill, uh, our trailer will be up there. So, if you want some bullet food and you want to listen to some good music, head on up to Madisonville. Uh, I know they got a great lineup, so check that out. The Madisonville Street Fest tomorrow. And, so I think it's 2 to 10. And subsequently, Madisonville's traveling to Livingston this week. They are. And uh, homecoming week for the Livingston line. So, going to be interesting. But if, you, if for some odd reason you have never been to Madisonville, that's a cool little town to go to. So go up there, uh, check everything out there in Madisonville, and uh, check out the Bullet Grill House uh, trailer. You won't be disappointed. Same food out of the trailer that you get here at Bullet Grill House. A little lighter menu. We don't have five-page menu on the trailer. Yeah, but it's same great food. <laughs> yeah. On the, uh, we got our great burgers are all going to be up there. So. Man, and they're ridiculously good. We're going to take a break here on the Bullet Grill House High School Sports Pregame Show. When we come back, segment two after this. Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. 
As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Do you have a dream of sitting around and talking about whatever's on your mind? Well, we're here to make that a reality here at Texas Podcast Media. We here are we are here to make your dream a reality. Come in, set up in our studio. We record, we edit, we do all the work, and we upload it to all the feeds: Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. We do it all. Let us be your home for your podcasting. For more information, email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com. Welcome back to the Bullet Grill House High School Sports Pregame Show. Craig Irwin, Brian Best, Chris Moran here at Bullet Grill House, Highway 156, 401 Highway 156. We're out here on the patio this week, and uh, it's not too bad, Brian. It's not too bad. We've got uh, food in front of us, and so... Dude, uh, we didn't even talk about the chips and queso and salsa. We didn't. And, you know, like, everybody's got chips and queso and salsa, but this is like a whole new level. It's gone. (laughs) Dude. Yeah, I I ate it all. Look. The the salsa is homemade in-house, and the queso's homemade. I mean... Yeah, but the queso... Look, I'm just going to be real. The queso's good. The salsa's even better. And I need a quart of that salsa to go home. I got a hot little blonde at the house. That <laughs> absolutely. When we, when Rachel and I come, that's like our appetizer that we get because she loves the hot sauce. So uh, pull your phone out, start calculating what a quart's going to cost. Put it on Ken's tab, and I'll take it home. <laughs> you might be able to close this whole thing down and just sell salsa. Just sell salsa. Yeah, the Bullet Grill House Salsa Company. There you I go. mean, it has a ring to it. Yeah, I mean, it just rolls off the tongue really fast. And the thing about the salsa is. Is it's got a lingering bite. It's not a bad bite, but it just kind of and it makes you want to dip in there and get another one, yeah. right? And that that cup, we could have almost swapped the queso bowl and the salsa bowl, and we'd have been prime time. It, it's really good. Or we could just get another order. <laughs> we could, <laughs> but so this is week five going into. So we we've had. Yes. The cheese curds, right? Yeah. We had the uh, had the mushrooms. Mushrooms. We've had, had the, the tomatoes. Tomatoes. Um, We've had the salsa. Yeah. I think the first two weeks we missed. Yeah. On the appetizer side, but as we progress on through the show, we're we're going to try out an appetizer right each week. I had the. Uh, I think next week is like either egg rolls or it's the the jalapeno cheese bites. Probably the jalapeno cheddar balls. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Those egg rolls, good. I think we're phasing out. But I said in a couple weeks, what? we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna sample some new appetizers in a couple weeks. So everybody's got to run to Bullet Grill House and order some egg rolls before they get run out. Yeah, because they're really good. They they really are. And uh, what did I have? I had the, did I have the hot dog last week? I think I did. Yeah. Yes. On the jalapeno bun. It was really good. The hot dogs are good. You know, we, we struggled with that. We got that quarter pound all beef hot dog, and it was always too big for the bun. So we just... Went ahead now and put it on a sub bun, and then we got a new, couple new sub bun options. And you had yeah. the one, the jalapeno have, cheddar, yes, which is same as uh, like on our burgers. You get the jalapeno cheddar burger. It's the same same bun. We also have a wheat sourdough bun that is uh, that is really good. So if you want to try that, but yeah, any of the hot dogs, any of our subs, you got three options for a bun. Makes you. Ton of different combinations you can and, mix and match. And your hamburgers are the same way. You have different buns for the burgers. You can build your own, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or order one of the signatures. They're really good. Uh, 
Ryan and Mindy, we you've been here on Sundays when Ryan and Mindy and myself and Rachel come in. And it, it's like, poor waitress, I feel bad for her. She comes back like six times, and they're like thumbing through the menu trying to figure out what they're going to order. And it's like, Ryan's like, Mindy, you order this, and I'm going to order this, and then we can share. And, and then I'll order something different. So then they'll end up digging off of my plate too. So it's kind of a free-for-all. The only plate they don't dig off of is Rachel's, and that's just because she don't she don't she don't gyrate that way. You ain't, you ain't <laughs> taking food off of her plate. So, uh, but seven pages, eight pages on the menu. We've had the pizza here. Pizza's really good. I uh, really had pizza. And then we, my, we did pizza a couple nights a week. We've put it on hold. We're gonna probably start it back up again in the uh, in January, February. Okay. So, and then you got Oktoberfest coming up. Yeah. In like two weeks. We got an Oktoberfest burger. Yes. See, Is it uh, out yet? It's out. You can get it. It's on a pretzel bun. It's got andouille sausage uh, on a burger patty, and then you get uh, queso and honey mustard dressing. Brian's like, his wheels are turning over there. I'm sitting there watching him. His wheels are well, I also got a fly on my face. But, yeah, no, <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was partly because of the it's, sandwich. Uh, it's, it's, uh, that pretzel bun gives you the Oktoberfest with some honey mustard, some queso. But the andouille sausage just sets it apart. That's It does. I, I I was a little strange at first, but man, it is really good. So Anything with andouille sausage is going to be better. I'm going to have to get Ryan and Mindy up here to to hit that Oktoberfest burger and stuff. And then uh, Monday nights, you got 23% off your burgers. Yep, 23%. That's a great night to come in and try a burger. But and uh, then Monday night, Wednesday night, you got 23% off something. We do. No, we do dollar fifty wings and yes. uh, chicken tenders. Okay. So our whole wings. And Which tenders. is not the two. That's the. That's basically a double. If you go anyplace right. else and you get the singles, we got the whole wing that we smoke. It's like three of anybody else's wings, and they're jumbo, right? They're yeah. A grade jumbo. Yeah. So, man, I go to some of these other places and you get six wings, and they're yeah. they're like, what baby chicken did he get those from? Yeah, and exactly. They got them from the 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 miniature Dominickers yeah. or and, something. I don't and, know. And even the tenders. If you hadn't had our tenders, we I mean we hand cut breasts, our own chicken. We hand cut them. We smoke them. We bread them, and we flash fry those too. So. Case is a fan of the chicken tenders here. Uh, the chicken tenders and, and the square pizzas. He, <laughs> Case is a fan of those. Case is my three-year-old. So we're here at Bullet Grill House each and every Wednesday night. You've got to come out and check this place out. Best kept secret in East Texas, just off of Lake Livingston. Plenty of parking. Bring your boat in here. Uh, it's a lot of daggum fun coming up here at Bullet Grill House. What was also a lot of fun, well, i say it was a lot of fun. It started out as a lot of fun, didn't end so much as a lot of fun, and and it ended well. It ended with a cold spring win, but the cold spring Trojans going to have to finish out, figure out how to finish a football game, and uh, I lot which is weird because you'd think with that offense that would be what they would excel at. So they went a little different route, and if you'll remember back all the way back to week one, uh, in in week two, Chris and I talked about the uh, dual quarterbacks that the Cold Spring have, right? Luke Monroe, David Rowe, uh, in a quarterback position, trying to figure out what direction where they were going to go. This week against Corgan, David Rowe took 100% of the snaps, okay? Uh, with that being said, Tiger, Park, Tiger Parker had 282 yards on 14 carries, averaging 20.1 yards per carry, uh, I lost him for four, and four touchdowns. The first play, from, uh, yeah, pretty. 
and I'm going to tell you that that 282, 220 of those yards were in the first half. Really? Yes. Should have been a lot more. And that's why I say Cold Spring's got to figure out how to finish a football game, right? That was a game that Cold Spring should have moved into. And What you say, 14 carries? They could probably start by giving him the ball more. Uh, well, agreed. But right behind him, K.J. Harden, 136 yards on eight carries, averaging 17 yards per carry and one touchdown, right? And Yeah, why do you even throw the ball at that point? Well, <laughs> we opened the game up, right? Luke, uh, David Rowe connected to Luke Monroe for 53 yards for a touchdown. Oh. So that was, that was right off the bat, first play from scrimmage when Cole Spring got the ball. Corgan, I wasn't too impressed with them the first half, but it's like they went into the locker room, they caught their second win, they come out, and they played really good football. Yeah. Through the first half, they had 14 points on the board, right? Had Which is two more than they had the previous three games. Correct, and that's where I was going with it. So they put 14 points up. It was like 40 to 14. Uh, Corgan made some adjustments, found some gaps in the defense. Corgan looked really good throwing the ball. Uh had a running back go out injured, and I'm talking about injured. He got his – Fernell Newsom hit this kid, and the lights were on, but nobody's home. I felt bad for him trying to get off. He went to the huddle trying to walk to the sidelines. I mean, he was dazed and confused. And uh, I meant – I. it's literally – I looked at it a while ago. I had text Coach Ratliff to see how the kid was doing and never hit send. And I, w- I have now – but he said they don't get out of practice till seven ish. So um, I figure I'll get a report back from him from there. But with that being said, Corgan looked like a total different football team. And God, they're so young. I was talking to Coach oh, Devers yeah. before the game. Have one senior running back, and the rest of them were freshmen and sophomores. Mm-hmm. And it was like wow. And but watching the freshmen and the sophomores run the ball and do what they did out of the backfield. Whenever they get into district, the, they're going to be in really good shape, I yeah. feel like. Yeah, and they're, they're going to benefit because uh, there's, there's a few schools in there that either haven't had success recently or hardly ever have success. Uh, so they're, they're going to benefit from a, a weaker district, and there's, there's one game on that schedule where the opponent – probably really concerns you and that's going to be the last game of the season so if you're not prepared by then you're not going to be prepared so it it kind of it it shapes out well for Corgan the way the way that it's set up because I think we said it a couple times on here before their non-district schedule is really rough but coach did that in preparation for the team that he had last year yes because he knew that he wouldn't get a ton of challenges in district and there was going to be kind of that four actually five week layoff with the bye week uh, before they ever saw another team with a pulse, so it's uh, it's caught up to him this year. But I I don't think he minds you know taking his lumps early in the season because everything that they're going to see for the next four weeks isn't going to be as rough as what they're seeing through five weeks of non district. No, and I agree with you. So I'm excited to see Corgan from here on out, right? Sure. As, as they progress on uh, and roll into district play here, because in you two know weeks. the team is going to be better than they were in week one. And, you know, not only that, but they're going to have all the experience that they've gained through these first five weeks and uh, teams that right now are better and more talented, more experienced, and 
probably bigger than they are because you do have a lot of the 14-, 15-year-olds out there playing right now. Right. So uh, I'm, I'm curious to see. Uh, I did get to watch last week. I did get to watch their JV play. Mm-hmm. They have a kid at the JV level, their quarterback, that did a phenomenal job throughout the night uh, throwing the ball around the field. And uh, it was a neck-and-neck ball game. I think it was 18-16 was the final in favor of Cold Spring uh, in that JV football game. But I text Coach Ratliff. I was like, dude, this 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 freshman that you have at quarterback, he's he's got a future. And he said, yeah, a little more experience. He's going to be great. You know, you know how humble, humble Coach sure. Ratliff really is. But, you know, I – Something to look forward to in, in being able to watch that JV game uh, last week. Just and I'll tell you what, I just and, it, and it's it's on down the line, but from what he's told me, the 7th and 8th grade looks really good as well. Yeah. So he's got a future, um, you know, some, some kids that are going to come up here in the future to where they're going to put some teams together. Definitely something to build on. Uh, but back to the Cold Spring Trojans, finish is the key. They got That was a game that they had an opportunity to finish, much like Splendora. High five. Isn't that what he was wanting? He sure. was showing the five, high five. Cold Spring, they, they were playing that team that much like Splendor, that was that team where you had an opportunity to really drop the hammer and really really plow through, right? And and was unable to. And you know, they just gotta finish. And this week they have an opponent with Huntington uh, on the road once again. And and it's the same opportunity of a uh, uh, not so good Huntington football team. And they're in the weaker aspect of their schedule. So they need to execute. Yeah. And talk about not finishing. Uh, Livingston's kind of in the same situation. They're, they're leading their game uh, most of the game uh, on Friday night against Spring Legacy. And you've got a, a fourth and three situation where they try to run the football. They get stopped. And very next play from scrimmage, it's, uh, it's a long bomb. And Legacy scores, takes the lead and kind of had the same scenario happen on the next drive where Legacy comes back after a turnover on downs and uh, another touchdown scored, kind of put a buffer between them and the Lions. But Livingston turns in their best performance of the year. They had a, a running back that went for 179 yards. You've got an offensive line that looked like they were having fun run blocking out there. Uh, they ran for 315 yards on the night, which is uh, pretty incredible because there's there's been nights where they haven't had 315 yards, you know, for the game in total yards. So it's uh, it's it's starting to come together. They're going to need to find a passing game because it's been inconsistent all year. Uh, but the defense, uh, it's the best game that they've played all year, even though they did give up 42 points. Uh, again, we're talking about an incredibly talented team that they played. And they, uh, they, they played really well uh, pass defense. I mean, they held Spring Legacy to a 43% uh, passing rate. Uh, they, they shut down the run game completely. I think they had 20, 30 yards rushing. And Livingston was able to control the clock and do everything they wanted to do except throw the football. And that was just kind of a, a thing to where you had a couple of players out at receiver and just some just some pieces missing that would have uh, made the passing game a little bit easier on Friday night. Hopefully they get those back for this week, and I'm thinking that they put together a pretty good game against a very tough Madisonville squad. So whenever we talk about the Livingston Lions and, and briefly, I need to pull their 
y'all have Madisonville this week. Uh, your last uh, pre-district game. Look at you. That's my boy. Throwing over here. Uh, Livingston Lions, they have Madisonville this week, mm-hmm. right, your last pre-district game. Then yep. you roll into district. Be a, there'll be a bye week, and then they'll roll into district. Yeah. So, you know, an opportunity to play a very good Madisonville football team, mm-hmm. kind of make a statement, put some points on the board. Uh, homecoming night for your Livingston Lions. Hopefully get a win. Fourth homecoming game in a row versus Madisonville. It's almost tradition. And they've won the past three. So it's one where the kids, you know, they're 0-4. If you can feel confident at 0-4, they feel confident at 0-4 because they feel like, hey, this is a school that we've beaten. We know how to beat. We've done it the last three years. There's no reason we can't do it this year because they've played. I I would argue that they've played on par or better uh, schools this year in their previous four games. I'm excited to uh, listen you and Ken will have that game here on 102.3 The Eagle. I'll be over on AM 1440, the scores. Cold Spring Tro- Trojans travel up 59 in kind of diagonal over into Huntington uh, against the Red Devils. So it's going to be interesting to see that game in uh, Cold Spring. Hopefully uh, be able to pull out a win, but uh, that's going to do it for segment two. We're going to get ready for segment three, the Pick'em segment, Chris's favorite segment. Always. In the Pick'ems. And uh, got some good games lined up in the pickums to talk about. So uh, something else to talk about Bullet Grill House. I mean, we we threw pretty much everything but the kitchen sink at them when we come in this segment, Chris. But Jeff Canada Friday night. Jeff, so yeah, if you're not going to a game, come on out and listen to some Jeff Canada. Saturday, y'all have 8 a.m. College Game Day show kicks off. Yeah, yes. Chris and Brian does that show. Yeah, we open at 10. So if you want to watch some. Uh, some ESPN College Game Day. We have that on for the games. A great lineup of college football. You said week two in a college game day a couple weeks ago. You said week two was good. This week has come to be. I yeah. think this is an amazing week. There are so many games on. And honestly, that I want to watch. It's going to be crazy. There's really no week of college football that's bad because even you know you'll have the casual folks say that, oh well, there's not many marquee games, but that's always the week where you see two or three upsets. There's going to be something where somebody's texting you saying, hey, are you watching this game? So every week is a good week for college football. College football's in full swing as well as. Howdy, folks. Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. The NFL, NFL here, Sunday, Sunday ticket. ticket. So, yep, you can watch. Uh, man, we had we a had, uh, handful of different games on. I had people kind of spread out. Had people out on the patio watching the game they wanted. People inside watching the game they wanted. Some... Uh, some great, uh, great NFL football this weekend. A lot of good stuff going on. 401 Highway 156, Point Blank, Texas, Bullet Grill House. That's the address. Best kept secret in East Texas. You're listening to 102.3 The Eagle and AM 1440, The Score. Do you have a dream of sitting around and talking about whatever's on your mind? Well, we're here to make that a reality here at Texas Podcast Media. We, hear our, we are here to make your dream a reality. Come in. Set up in our studio, we record, we edit, we do all the work, and we upload it to all the feeds. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, we do it all. Let us be your home 
for your podcasting. For more information, email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com. Welcome back to the Bullet Girl House High School Sports Pregame Show. Craig, I want Brian Best, Chris Moran on the far end, and we just had a conversation about You're red plates and blue plates <laughs> and chicken fried steak. Riveting and stuff. You guys missed Friday talking. night is red plate night. We do Here. a red plate night, yep. We don't Friday. call it a blue plate. We call it a red plate. And, and why is that? Concept. Well, just because we're Bullet Grill and our logo's all red, so I bought some red plates. And, and you're in Cold, Cold Spring, Spring, yeah. School we got to support the... So, Got to support the red and black. Yeah, the red and black, Cold Spring Trojans. So uh, this week they'll be on the road in Huntington. You'll hear, hear that game right here on AM 1440, the score, sister station of 102.3, the Eagle, by way of 105.5, KDOL, the Wolf. And uh, Jim been doing a good job each and every week. So uh, that game going on, Livingston Lions, uh, they got a big one at home. But uh, we're going to talk about a few games before we get into everybody's favorite segment. The Pickums, and I got—I feel like a good lineup of games for the Pickums, and uh, I actually threw a bonus game in there to appease one person and one person only, and that would be Brian Besh. So, starting up in the big school six A area, uh, you got Beaumont United, Galena Park, North Shore, Summer Creek, Beaumont Westbrook, C.E. King, and Umble, and uh, C.E. King has crept in, creeped in to the uh, top 25 in 6A. Okay. So uh, they're in there along with Willis and Summer Creek, Atascacita, North Shore. Uh, Katie is in there. The Woodlands was in there. Uh, New Caney haven't made All it All the yet. usual suspects. Yes, most definitely. But we talked about that New Caney game, and we really talked about it over on the 590 High School Sports Show. Uh, there you can find it on Spotify and everything else. You can find it at texaspodcastmedia.com as well. So uh, run over there to Texas Podcast Media, click on the 5.9 N Sports Show, and then – Tell me you've got our college show up there now. I, I didn't do it this last oh. week. I got so busy, but I'll have it this week. All right. right. I'll get it up there. Bullet. I got to do the artwork for the logo for the page Because well. for the people that – Maybe don't get up at eight a.m. I mean, you you got to hear a little pregame before you. No, it'll be it'll be good. We'll get it up there, and and I'll promote it pretty hard. So, dropping down to the five A level, Dayton and Santa Fe going on Port Arthur Memorial, Baytown Sterling, Laporte, and Barbers Hill, Fort Ben Willowridge and Nederland. Uh, big games going on. Dropping down to four A, uh, one of the big games of the week: Silsby and Westhorn Stark. Yep. Uh, big district game, Hampshire Finesse, Hesbridge City, Liberty and Jasper. Uh, Cold Spring on the road at Huntington. Anderson Chiro at Coons. And we don't even talk about that district very much. But if you go to our podcast, my podcast, if you go to it, we we have our pickums in there out of that district. And it'll be interesting for everybody to listen to and hear our thoughts on that. As we also predicted and uh, picked District 9 and District 10 3A and District 9 4A Division 2. Now, is there a place to comment on there after your, so, your predictions I, have failed miserably so they can make fun of you? I uploaded the link on 590N Sports Facebook page okay. right, uh, with the podcast, and you can comment down there on those comments. Mike Sanchez, which is one of the administrators, head administrators for SETX.com, he threw his uh, district picks in there today. Okay. Matter of fact, after listening to the podcast. So it was interesting to see his 
you know, uh, with the districts around and what he follows. And he's a he's a diehard Silsby guy, right? Go. So uh, he's talking about trying to make a trip and come hang out with us at Bullet Girl House. That would be nice. And I'm gonna he's take, got a lot of good things to talk about because the uh, Silsby Tigers are really very good. talented. Yes. Uh, another guy that's wanting to come hang out with us is Russell Wilburn. He actually did a game with me last week in, the last week in Corrigan. He's with Dave Campbell's Texas High School Football. He's a photographer for them. Yeah. Follows a lot of high school football. He's wanting to come hang out here at Bullet, and he talked about coming next week. So we'll see if that plays into fruition. Uh, I hope he can make it out here. Uh, Hemp Hill and Trinity, uh, Newton and Warren, not, not a whole bunch to talk about, but – if you go back and listen to the podcast, I have Warren making the playoffs for the second year in a row. Believe it or not. Okay. Kirbyville and East Chambers ought to be a really good football game. Hempstead, Cork and Camden Bulldogs, uh, that's a home game for the Bulldogs. And uh, I think it's it, I think it's a winnable game for Corgan. I was going to say it's, uh, it's probably the best chance that they've had at a victory so far this season. Uh, Hempstead is still building their program. It's been a, a few years that they've been trying to build down there. Uh, the, the head coach over there is somebody that Coach Ratliff knows really well. They were uh, coaches together over at Navasota uh, when, when everybody was over there. And coach, uh, coach V and Coach Ratliff were both over there. So, uh, yeah, it, it should be a chance to get a W. Uh, you hope for the Bulldogs' sake that they can put something together and Get those young kids some confidence before they take the week off and then go into district play. Splendor taking a long road trip this week. They're going to LaGrange. Huffman has Columbus. And Groveton and Alto, a classic uh, 2A shootout between those two. Yeah. Uh, Interested to see the score on that Splendor game. That's a long way to travel. Yes, it is. Long way to travel. Let's roll into the pick'ems. Here in week five, I think I have a good game, good set of games picked out for this week five pickems. I mean, if you didn't, it's your fault. So Exactly. Uh, first game, die ball on the road at Woodville. Chris. Die ball. Chris going die ball. Okay. You put me on the spot. I had a... <laughs> I'm going to follow him. Uh, I like I'm, the home team a little bit normally, but I like die ball. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the opposite way. Uh, Woodville's played some good football this year, and they've done it against really good competition. Uh, die ball will be another one of those to add to the list, but I think they get the win over die ball. So as I go through and I look at this, and, and I've, it's funny because I had a post pop up on Facebook in the, in the Facebook memories, and it was an article that uh, Dave Campbell's Texas High School Football put out, and, and I commented – as I shared it, right, about teams getting slow starts. And Dieball is one of those teams that's had a very slow start. Mm-hmm. And traditionally, since uh, Blake Morrison has been there, they have had that slow start and then execute very well through district. But with saying all of that and Woodville having a tight game this last week against Orangefield, games at home for Woodville, I think Woodville's going to take it. So I think it's going to be a, a good game. And, and, and I'll just tell you, I have the district picks, right, out of District 9. I have Palestine Westwood winning the district, Woodville in the two spot, die ball three, Cold Spring four. But well, you're all in on Westwood. 
I really am. I, I, I just – nobody else is but me. And and I'm either going to look like a sinner or a saint, right? Right. So uh, I hope I'm a saint at the end of the day. What is that? That's the chicken wings we talked about. Okay. Well, the way it was set up as it come out, dude, I'm telling you, if you're not at that's Bullet Garage. That's just two. That's like two yeah. chicken wings. That fills the whole plate. Hey, and that little lady right there, she's going to do good to put those two away, <laughs> right? Next game, Shepard on the road at Crockett. Shepard two and four – or, excuse me, two and two – Crockett, 0-4. Brian. I'm going to go Shepard. They burned me a couple of weeks ago, but uh, you got two programs that probably aren't quite where they would like to be. Uh, Shepard turned in a better performance this past week. So I am going with the local team, and I'm going with the Shepard Pirates. As much as I love Coach Robinson over there in Shepard, and he's a dear, dear friend of mine, the Shepherd Pirates are just on a roller coaster ride this year, and and I think that this is going to be a game where they they do kind of figure it out. But going into Monty Jack Driscoll, it's going to be tough for them. I'm going to go with Crockett in this game, and uh, I'm going with Crockett for the simple fact that it's a home game for them. Chris? I'm with you. I'm on Crockett. Crockett at home. I don't have any confidence in Shepherd. And and neither one of the teams have given us a reason to have a bunch of confidence, right? Shepard sure. struggled with Hempstead last week. And I say struggled. It was a good ball game. If you're a fan watching, neck and neck and goes into overtime and everything else. But I just feel like that uh, – I, I just feel like being on the road is going to be enough. Trip up 19, a little nosebleed, higher elevation. Crockett's going to get that win in their first win of the season. Here's a good one. Oak Ridge on the road at New Caney Friday night, 6A football. It's going to be a packed house, almost a home game for both teams, right? Just a short drive from Oak Ridge over to New Caney through 99. I'll go New Caney. Brian's going New Caney. I will. He threw it out there before I could ever even start. Chris? I'm I'm with Brian on New Caney. I don't have any, uh, you know. I watched that district quite a bit, and uh, my kids were in school down there. And uh, Oak Ridge has never—they've uh, got some talent in there, but they don't—they've never been able to put a full team on the field. So. Well, and and I was telling Brian before before the show, you know, they got two kids committed to Georgia, right? They got the county judge, uh, Fritz Faulkner. His grandson plays. He's a freshman and is starting defensive tackle for Oak Ridge. As a freshman, I think this is a defining game for the New Caney Eagles, and and it's a it's a win in your end type situation. They've already played the Woodlands, and they played the Woodlands very tight last week. Forty six, forty two was the final in that game. I'm going with New Caney as well in this football game, even with the big name players that Oak Ridge has. I'm going with New Caney in this game, and this is going to be a solidifying game for New Caney to make the playoffs this year. Those uh, those kids for Oak Ridge, they are very very highly recruited. Obviously, if you're if you're committed to Georgia, then everybody in the nation probably wants you. But I know the linebacker specifically. Uh, yes, everybody was after really early. So jumping over into District Ten Three A, Orangefield on the road at Buna. I'll start this one off. Orangefield 
had a very good showing this last week against Woodville, 19-7 game against a good Woodville football team. Buna has just been rolling, mm-hmm. right? Wrote, Buna has a, a stud. I think he's a junior running back. Mm-hmm. Really good, really good athlete. It's going to be interesting to see what they have to do. But I have Buna picked to win the district out of District 10. Okay. So I'm going to pick Buna to win this one. That's the way that I was going to lean as well. So we're 2-0 right now for Buna. We're all together. I'll take Buna. So Chris is going Buna as well. And uh, it's our second sweep in a row as uh, we all picked New Caney to beat Oak Ridge. And now we all pick Buna. I think we're about to disagree on a few of these last ones. <sighs> Fort Bend Marshall on the road at Port Natchez Grove. That's really tough. <laughs> I, I agree. Um, Fort Bend Marshall at Port Natchez Grove. Marshall's always got a ton of talent. They, they really do well uh, more so in the regular season than they have in the playoffs. Uh, I, that's the way that I'm going to go. I'm going to go Marshall. Wait, where are they playing the game at? PNG. Oh, man. That makes it rougher. Exactly. Why do you think I threw it in there? <laughs> I'll, I'll still go Marshall. Just so it doesn't look like I'm flip-flopping, but I'm flip-flopping. Brian. Brian. I'll go or Chris. Brian. I'm taking PNG. I had Brian first. I was looking at Brian. Chris is going PNG. I think PNG's story program, great program, and Fort Ben Marshall's fixing get a show at PNG that they've probably never seen before. There's a group of parents that's going to be going to that game that they've never seen before. And if y'all are listening to this show down there at Fort Ben Marshall, I encourage y'all to get there early to get the full effect of the show. But I'm going to have to go with Fort Ben Marshall as well in this one as I feel like that uh, it's just going to be – I feel like Fort Ben Marshall is just going to be a little bit too fast for PNG this year. And and that's that's kind of the thing. I mean, Marshall's loaded with athletes. Uh, the past five years they've, they've had people that they've sent off to D1 colleges, and it just seems like they're one of those programs that's starting to become like some of the other powers in the area where they just reload every year. And it seems to be with an incredible amount of track speed that there's few others that have. Let's talk about Madisonville on the road at Livingston. Chris. Here we go. This is the bonus game in the pick'em. It's normally only five, but we're going Madisonville at Livingston. Six game. Man, I think uh, I gotta go with Livingston. There I you think the go. The whole team. They got. They need a W bad. Indeed. I'm gonna follow behind him, and. Uh, you know, this is really a tough game, a tough game to pick. If, if you it go is. on historic, it's a, it's about like going in and picking the Cold Spring Shepherd game. Well, and you probably need to set this up to to where people understand. In case they don't, you've got a four and zero team playing an zero and four team, and I think we're all about to go with the zero and four team. <laughs> Possibly, I haven't made my pick yet. I. I feel like Madison, or excuse me, I feel like Livingston needs that one more week, and I think this is a game they're going to need to kind of turn things around to set them up on their bye week and go into district and with a fresh face. I'm going to go with Madisonville. Wait, you're going with who? Madisonville. Oh, okay. 
I think this is a game. I think Livingston's going to play a really good football game. Yeah. I think Madisonville's going to start off early. Right. They're going to put some hands off. Livingston's going to be coming from behind, and it's just going to be one of them games. It's going to be a a one- or two-score game that Livingston just – they're going to run out of time. Yeah. They've – They've put together a couple of decent halves before last Friday. Last Friday, they put together three and a half quarters. So they're, they're going to need to finish off a game, and then especially against Madisonville because they're a good football team. But I'm going to go with Livingston. I, I believe that they've got enough of a run game that's going to give Madisonville some problems. And I think the defense has figured something out, and I know it sounds crazy because they gave up 42 points, but they really did play a good game last week. And I think they've got some things figured out on the back end of that defense. They've they've seen some flying bullets. Uh, there's a lot of young kids that have gained a ton of experience in four weeks' time. They've gained a season's worth of experience in, in four weeks' time. So I am going with Livingston. It's homecoming, and maybe that, that gives them a little extra. Man, you Probably heard a little it. extra distraction. But. You heard it right here on the Bullet Grill House High School Sports pregame show. Craig Irwin, Brian Best, Chris Moran. Here at Bullet Grill House, 401 Highway 156, Point Blank, Texas. And uh, it's a packed house on inside, and uh, we're filling up on the outside here at Bullet Grill House as uh, they're Instagramming pictures of the food and everything else here at Bullet Grill House. Yeah, follow us on social media, yeah. right? We're on uh, Facebook and Instagram, either one, whatever your favorite social media platform is. But I always post our specials, live entertainment, and uh, – it's usually some great food pictures. Awesome food pictures. That's like the one thing that I see all the time when I get on Instagram is like Bullet Girl House and, and you see a burger or you see and, – and we've talked about it all throughout this show. Y'all get Howdy, folks. Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Out here at Best Cat Secret, Secret in East Texas, Bullet Grill House, 401 Highway 156. That's going to do it for the Bullet Grill House High School Sports Pregame Show in Week 5. Uh, we're going to turn it over to Ken and Brian, Craig, and whoever he finds to uh, set up in the box with him this week in Huntington and get ready for kickoff. We hope you have a safe trip to the game and on the way home. We'll see you at the game.